I think we can all agree that most podcasts are predictable. Let us just say up front, there's nothing predictable about this podcast. You're welcome. This is Critical, the Critical Podcast. Critical Podcast. Unbiased, spreading our unbiased and unfiltered knowledge to the world and beyond. And beyond. Sorry, was that a little too dramatic? Our topics are extremely unique. Our guests are intellectually diverse. Let's get weird. This is Critical, the Critical Podcast. All right, let's do this. And now your hosts, David O'Reilly and Nick Thorburn. New episode of Critical is dropping right now. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. They are back. And the thing that we really want to emphasize here, and we're going to approach it in different angles, is the situation that we find ourselves in right now. We're 2022, okay? Just get some perspective here. We started this podcast a long time ago in much different circumstances. Before podcasts were what they are now. And now we're coming back at it for season two, and we're going to invent the wheel in ways that people don't even know is possible. Yeah, it's as though we had a square wheel until this show came. Yeah. And now suddenly we're cruising. We're going uphill. People look at season one of Critical and they think they do compare it to the pyramids. And people are going to look at that and think, how was that ultimately achieved? Aliens. It had to be. Right. There's going to be conspiracy theories because it was so enigmatic for the time. Mm. But for us, it's just part of a ongoing process, a process of building, of a dialogue between us and our fans and each other. I think also about the, the Greeks sculpting out of marble. They see the sculpture inside. The average person listening to podcasts sees a, a slab of marble. You and I, we see David. No pun intended. I see you right now, mm. but I see Michelangelo's David. I see it in there. And it just it's just about bringing people along for that journey chipping away at the marble until we get the whole world on board to see we're at the precipice of something. We're really at the mm -hmm. beginning. We're at the yeah. vanguard of something truly special. Mm -hmm. Well, I think when people are interpreting, when they're listening, they're tuning in now, all they're seeing is really the sculpture, if you will, the sound sculpture of you and I. But what we're seeing when we see each other is the anatomy underneath. We're seeing the, the nerves, the, yeah, the muscles, network. the fibers, the network. We're seeing the social networks within each of us. That's right. And... It's, That's a burden, too. It is, because it's a superpower. That's right. And, and at the same time, it's a fatal flaw. Because the problem is that when we go out into the world and we're looking at this and we're saying, hey, what parts of this great phenomenon of reality are we going to pluck and pull and isolate for our fans here on the pod? It's so difficult to do because there's so much to talk about. And, and such a little time to talk about it. That's right. I mean, and the other thing is that it's a process of condensation. What we like to do on the pod is make things simpler for people so that they know that when they're listening, they're tuning in, they're getting in the concentrated form. Condensed. That's, yeah, exactly. Snack-sized, but packs a punch. Yes, yeah, packed snack. That's yeah. what we do over here. It's what's unique about us, because I think there's a lot of other podcasts out there where you'll find people simply filling up space, simply trying to talk about or around a topic all the time while they're talking about their sponsors, all this other stuff. You know, that's like the full block of Marvel to bring it back to that analogy. There's no shape to it. That's right. But what we do painstakingly is bit by bit, inch by inch, millimeter by millimeter. Mm. We go at these things, you know, it's as if there's a script, even though 
very often it's off the cuff it has that feeling of it but the amount of no don't get me started it's just endless because what we like to do is the heavy lifting for you guys because i think a lot of people they're busy they're they got live they're doing they're on the way to work they've got like just a little they're in the gym they're working out they have just little windows of time where they're saying look i got an hour that's right what's the most valuable thing i could do is like tune into critical david you know i'm a big reader right the biggest I know, yeah. So I had a funny little moment, uh, realization the other day I was reading Plato. Are you familiar? Plato, the Greek philosopher? Yes, I love Plato. Why don't you tell our listeners about Plato? Well, he's a Greek philosopher from a long time ago, oh. three, three or 4,000 years ago. Wow. And he has a really interesting, he was writing about, I, didn't, I wasn't reading him directly, I was reading someone talking about, writing about. Plato. Okay. So he has this interesting concept, which made me laugh. It made me think call as a platonic ideal. So I was wondered. I always heard that with girls I would try to see, they would mm. say, I put, they'd call say, say that we are platonic, that it was a platonic relationship. So mm. I never knew I didn't know. But now I re- learned platonic. What does that mean? Per, it means perfect. So the idea of a platonic a circle or a platonic yeah. uh, podcast, a platonic table, yeah. it's the ideal. So what Plato's uh, concept was, is that we live in a sort of a simulation kind of, have you seen The Matrix? Yes, that's so my favorite ki- movie. Kind of like The Matrix. We live in this simulated world based on heaven, basically. Mm, yeah. It's a heavenly world where everything's perfect. So everything's mm, a representation. Love that. This podcast is a representation of this perfect podcast, right? Yeah. So we're just like a copy of this perfect critical podcast that's out there, or let's say this hot mug of coffee I'm mm. drinking. So that's kind of an interesting thing. So I'm thinking, okay, then he says, there's no point in art. There's no point in music. There's no point in podcasts because it's all just already a representation. Art is a representation of the world we see. Right. We mm. interpret the world through art. So I'm thinking that's interesting because if he were to listen to Critical, mm. I just would be so curious. Would he really have that same? Would he have that same kind of feeling if he were to listen to something like Critical? Like he, he was feeling, okay, we don't really need this copy of th- a thing that's already a copy in this perfect platonic yeah. world. Now I would be so curious if he could listen to an episode of Critical. What he would, what he would think. Love to have yeah. him as a guest on the show, even. The thing that comes to mind is that what he'd probably do, he'd listen to the podcast, and then he'd listen to all of the reproductions of the podcast that our copycats have done that are out there on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, people trying to do what we do. And he would say, all of those are unnecessary. You cannot imitate the original, which is critical. So we might be the platonic podcast. I think we are the platonic podcast. In fact, I'm sure of it from what I've heard about this. What's his name? Plato. That we are that, and we are the the source ultimately of of podcasting of our observation on reality, and yet, and we have all of these other simulated but ultimately degraded, lower quality versions right. of what this is. It's a little bit like some of our younger listeners won't know what this means, but you take a photocopy of a photocopy, and then in the end, it just ends up being something awful. That's what I feel like when you know I open iTunes sometimes, and I'm listening to things that are copies of copies of what we were doing three four years ago and we were the only critical podcast now if you type in critical there's so many seven or eight at yeah. least critical podcasts and what they've done is that they've looked at our territory which is already molded and fertile and they said oh these guys have an audience so what we're going to do is just parasitically leech off of what they've created 
But I mean, you look at the re- what the reviews that we have. I mean, we're pushing like f- honestly, like a full five stars. We're I think we're four point two at the moment. You don't see that in any other podcast. No, you don't. What we have is a dedicated audience. We have people out there on Instagram. You know who you are. All of our listeners. We're going to be doing shoutouts. We're going to be doing, and I'm doing shoutouts now on the Instagram page too of all the people out there who are following us. We want to give back. We're here for our fans. We're taking our vision of reality and we are disseminating that, and we are doing that. Even though there is so many imitators out there that are looking at what we're doing, they're listening to every word and they're saying, how can we do the same thing? And the thing is, that doesn't even bother me because if they can eat, right, based on what they steal from us, that makes me happy in a way because I want everybody to thrive from this kind of wellspring, this source that is the Critical Podcast. We are bringing mindfulness. We're making people more mindful of certain topics and subjects. And I think you listen to the show and it is healthy. It is like getting your five servings of meat and yeah. dairy, but it's more than that. It's yeah. also delicious. It's also spruced up on a pizza. You get all the healthy things you need, but it's with a sauce and a cheese and a bread. Absolutely. You know what that makes me think of is I was actually reading about this recently. There's a, there's this thing called Laszlo's hierarchy of needs. Okay. And it's all the different things that people need to be happy. First of all, it's something like heat and shelter. Okay. And then it's something like the internet and having a phone or a car or someplace. Right. That's got to be. And then, and then the very top is content. Content is right. king. And what we can't do is give people shelter. What we can't do is give people a new iPhone so they can listen to Critical or a car. But what we can do is fill the most important thing, the top of that pyramid, which is content. And I don't want to disagree with you, but I would say in a way we do provide shelter. There is a world in which listening to Critical does provide shelter from the storm. Yeah. Intellectually, I think people are out there, they're in this minefield right now. We've talked about it. The various forms of deception, which plague our daily experience of the web and of media, of news. Certainly, we're an intellectual shelter. And I think everybody who's following us on social media, following us on Instagram and is a fan of the content and is commenting and engaging with it, people are setting up these Instagram accounts just to follow critical. And I don't want to sound too virtuous, but we do this for the love of it. Yeah, It is a minefield Mm -hmm. out there. It is a serious minefield. Mm -hmm. And we don't go into it thinking, oh, we want to try to make money off of this. People are in in dire straits. We'd like to capitalize or manipulate reality. We do this because we know that it's right. It's the right thing to do. That's right. And a big motivation for me is that I want to make other people have money too. That's right. And that's the main thing. And the way we do that is by putting out all this original content, inspiring all these other creators, having them set up, realize that, hey, they they can do that, let me try and do it, even though it's a low resolution copy of what Critical is, and we alluded to this earlier, they're able to eat too. And so by simply doing what we're doing, we're actually making a creative economy thrive for everybody that's listening to this. It's trickle down, it bears out, but we cannot do this without donations. I, I hate right. to to lean on that, but that is what's so crucial. Everybody knows, and the fact is that most of the DMs I'm looking at is people saying, hey, where? just show me where to put my money. Right. And it's, so it's just, at this point, it's just an efficiency thing of, you just, the link is right there on our Instagram page, at The Critical Pod. It is anchor.fm slash The Critical Pod. We have all this entire fresh slate of new options for you to, whether it's your payday, whether it's your, people are shelling out, like, on subscriptions, These days, people are subscribing to stuff, $15, $20, $30 a month. I met someone, they go to a gym, 
They said it was costing like $80 a month. Oh my God. And that's not even training your brain. That's actually making you dumber. Right. So when you think about critical, for as little as $1 a month, but I think most of our That's fans, a steal. That actually, I would feel guilty if I only... And then you think about college and the debt that p plagues people. For you, mean, you don't need to go to college. When you, you don't even critical. need to go to college. And when we announce our master classes and our online courses, especially, we have a full spectrum slate for everything you would get in college. Anything you want to learn. Absolutely. We're talking... That's going to be... It's a university. It is. And, but the key difference is we're not chaining you to debt your entire life. No we're just way. asking for a little bit a month just and for as little as a cup of coffee every other day, you can be, or whatever you can spare, you can be contributing to the ascension of the human species into the next level. That is so cool. I think of critical as kind of like a lake in the forest. It's this place where people, all the animals come and get the food and yeah. uh, they come and feed and, and yeah. eat. And it's a, a time where everyone can come and, and join in peace. The, yeah. the wildebeest and the rabbit, they might have their differences, sure. creative or biological differences, but mm. they can come and they can drink. They can drink sup from the same lake. Yeah. And we provide that at really, it's the cost is up to you. Yeah. And and we think of all the tributaries, all the rivers that flow yes. into that lake. And that can be, you yeah. flow into that. All our ideas flow into it. All, yeah. all of this uh, content flows into this big lake that we can all share and we do that we do that for the right reasons i truly believe that we're doing this because it's crucial it's essential for the the way the landscape is looking now mm. it's needed more yeah. than ever absolutely and what it is that we are the lake but also we are the entire ecosystem we're talking about the clouds all of the inlets and outlets we're talking about all the animals that are carrying the water away and then passing it through their system and back into the earth and then back into the lakes. That entire system is the ecosystem of what Critical is and will continue to be. And it's only going to grow because that source is growing and growing depending on how many of you are out there willing to contribute. You take from what you will and then you give back. And ultimately, everybody here is, is joining on the ground floor and it's only growing from here. And we're going to watch that lake become an entire ocean. That's right. Together. That's right. It's going to mm. grow into it, that lake will overflow mm -hmm. in spill out into the ocean. And another thing, a Starbucks just opened at that lake that we we are currently at. Mm -hmm. And we we need caffeine to survive too. That's so right. When we go to get that coffee is $5, $6 a cup. Minimum. And that's we can't just survive on lake water. We also need some of those beans because it's energy too. It's it's cramming. It's slamming. It's the things that go on behind the scenes, you guys, that we hide from you. I mean, we Maybe we, we could do a whole podcast on the behind the scenes of this. We're going to do a behind the scenes podcast coming up. We, we're going to we, get into the weeds with it a little bit. There is a lot to unpack there. Yeah, we're going to pull the curtain back and you're definitely going to see how it goes, how we get to where we're get headed with research and with a lot of, it'll be a lot of self-referential talk, but we'll keep it to a minimum for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so much housekeeping that goes on with each episode first, and you're all aware of that. The things that happen before we set the table on a topic are so numerous that we'd need another whole podcast to really unpack that. Just an example. So much inspires us throughout the day and throughout our research. I just want to pull up this amazing quote that I saw on Instagram. Oh. It was by anon it was an by anonymous. I don't know if that's the person's like the hacker nom de plume. Or, right. I'm not sure, but this is this quote by anonymous. Mm. We live in a time, check this out. We live in a time mm. where intelligent people are silenced so that stupid people aren't offended. Whoa. How true is that? Can you read that at one yeah, point? Because that kind of that, blew me away. I know. And I hope 
If you haven't already set, maybe set your speed to half speed, you uh, listeners. Okay, let's go. This is an amazing quote. I just want to say this amazing quote I saw on Instagram. A a follower, a follower of the Critical Pod by Anonymous. We live in a time where intelligent people, you and me, are silenced so that stupid people aren't offended. Huh. Isn't that cool? That just says it all right there. Yeah. Couldn't have put it better. Yeah. That's kind of quote. I want to have that in neon. Yeah. Here in the studio. That's exactly what's going on. It's like going on some sort of safari. And I feel like we're the machete that cuts you through the brush. Wow. That just brings you where you need to get. To the lake. Straight to the lake. With nothing in between. Because I I feel like now more than ever, the podcast is just crucial. It's the medium of now, of course, as it always was. But it's really like a complimentary thing to your life. It's not something where you need to be, hey, I'm a podcast guy and I'm not a movie guy and I'm not a book guy. This is an addition to your life. This is something that's a bonus. It's something that is a plug-in for your life that can optimize, and it's specifically critical, that can optimize your goal, your path through life. Whatever it is you want to do, we're going to be there with you. And we have a whole slate of new shows, new segments, new features. We're going to have great new interviews. There's so much to cover. And I'm just so psyched about getting into it. Yeah. And we should also say a little disclaimer. We are gathering data from listeners, uh, people who do click like and subscribe. But why is that a big deal? Because what we're doing is we're going to be feeding that back into the Instagram page. So people are going to know the stats. They're going to watch this lake grow together. That's right. That's our lake. Ever since we plugged into Anchor FM, we have all of these new stats that are so exciting to watch. And we can really use that to further optimize our content and make sure that we are filling every gap with as much dense content as possible, as much information, as much high quality content as is humanly possible. So we're using the latest tech to bring you the best and the greatest. That's right, David. I think without further ado, we should just jump into this episode of the pod. Let's do it. Let's jump into it. You're listening to Critical, only on the Critical Podcast Network. Three and two and... And here we are. And here we are once again, back in the Critical Castle with another super exciting episode. This is a big one. This is a huge one. I'm really pumped to dive deep into this one. Today, we're going to be talking about hours. The time is right to do this. This is something that is so universal and it's so fundamental. Mm. And yet it's almost something that we don't even think about. There's so many other podcasts out there. That would be afraid to tackle something like ours, but ours is not. And I think it's a perfect topic for us to really unpack. We have some real exciting little tidbits and Mm. nuggets in store, but we've done a lot of research on ours. And this is a big thorny topic, but uh, we're we're just going to jump right into it. It's time. Let's do it. Unfiltered as usual, biased as always, this is season two of Critical. We'll we'll start right at the beginning Mm. with what is an hour. It's a unit of time that we would be conventionally reckoned as 124th of a day. Right. Scientifically reckoned as 3,599 to 3,601 seconds, depending Mm. on conditions. I see. There are 60 minutes in an hour and 24 of those hours in an entire day. Question time. How was this initially established? What gets my brain tingling is what was going on before hours were even invented? Well, I can answer that for you. Oh. Uh, Time was initially established 
in the ancient Near East as okay. a variable measure of one twelfth of the night or daytime. Really? Yes. So such seasonal, temporal, or unequal hours varied by season and latitude. So many questions. Why was it a twelfth and not a tenth or we just don't know yet. There's a lot of things we don't quite know about time. But one thing we know is that the unit of time that we are talking about, when hours, equal or equinoctial hours, um, they're not constant due to long-term variations in the Earth's rotation. So the hour was finally separated from the Earth's rotation and defined in terms of the atomic or physical second. So we're getting right down to the atoms here. You've been deep on this one for a while, Nick, and I've just been blown away by all the research you've been doing. You know what I want to also not forget about when we're talking about this topic is how we feel about different hours, because we're actually recording this now. It's a, it's a particular hour. It's actually, that's right. It's actually 4.30, you know, it's on the half hour. It's a little peek behind the kimono. Yes, it is 4.30 PM. You bet. And so I, what I'm wondering is, this is something I want our audience to chime in on too, is what is our feeling about different hours? And I think this might end up actually being a two-parter because when we have hours, we know at a fundamental level, we have daytime hours, we have nighttime hours, right? These are two different things. And then where does the day begin and when does the night end? And this is a really interesting question. And I don't know if science and all of its glory and know-it-allness, if it actually knows. When the sun is up. Probably. When the sun is up, right? But even that is going to be changing. For debate, right? sure. When yeah. We're going to uh, tease a little bit. We're going to talk about this later, but daylight savings. So when the clock moves, right. you have time changed. An hour is just invented it's or like deleted. They, it's like they delete or add an hour. So if you were used to the sun setting at 5 p.m., oh, nighttime is upon us. Suddenly yeah. it's 6 p.m. and it's still light out. So you're thinking, well, wait a second. Mm. Yesterday it was nighttime at 5. Mm. Today it's nighttime and it's 6. Why don't we just not waste any more time and just jump into the first daytime hours? This episode will focus on the daytime yeah. portion of the hour. And this is such a big topic that there's no way we could cover right. such a huge topic in one episode. We, yeah. we want to give you the good stuff. We're not just going to mm. gloss over all of the, the bullet points of this. I want to say that daytime is going to be getting at like 7 in the morning because I would say 6 is still nighttime. If I wake up at 6, I'm going to be like, this is kind of nighttime. I'm going to go back to bed. I would even argue that at 7 a.m. in winter, that's mm. still nighttime. Well, good point. But I would say 7 in the morning rather than 7 at night. You know, I stayed up till 7 in the morning. I wouldn't say I stayed up till, well, I could do 6 in the morning, but I could do I stayed up till 6 at night. Definitely. And now what I feel in that long slog mm. of the winter, the dog days of winter, yeah, as it were. the darkness. You're at 4 p.m. and the sun is going down. No one is going to question. If you can't see with I mean, you know, headlights on, it's nighttime. That's the difference between night and day. That's right, David. That's right. David, are you a morning person? Definitely a morning person. I believe the early bird catches the worm. Mm, I love that. I'm up at always at the morning hours, but usually about 7. I'm up bright and early. Wow. And, yeah, so why don't we just start there? Why don't we just set the table on, on this whole debate on where day and night is, I'm going to say 7 a.m. And I'm going to say that at least for this time of the year, 7 is really where the date is going to begin. And 7 is, you know, I'm going to say that's an early hour. Well, I'll tell you, I'm hit the snooze button on that and I am sleeping in. Okay. Well, I, I think it's something to do with, you know, I got to get my routine in. I got to do my research. I'm getting up. I'm looking at the show stats. I'm looking at the page. I'm checking the reviews. I'm checking the Instagram comments. I have to get ahead of all this stuff before I really hit my day and, and really do the meat of what's involved in, in, you know, setting up all the various creative projects, but mainly critical that takes up my day. And so I'm up at seven on the dot and seven is a really interesting time because it's really that transitional period where you're saying, I'm not really 
I mean, I'm in the morning, right? But it could be really dark outside. You, okay. you might even see stars at seven, depending wow. on where you are. Get me back under the covers. You're, you're, you're diving back under them covers. But I feel that too. It's like, sometimes I want to be doing that. Sometimes, you know, I've had a night out with, you know, we've been out and, sure. you know, we've been uh, on the town. Taco Tuesday. Oh my we God. Hit the taco trucks. We go right to the bar. Absolutely. And so when the funds allow it, we'll have a drink or two. You know, we might be doing that at home or. Sure. But I will say that. Part of me wants to go under the covers, but part of me is also, ah, I just well, got to do it. You got a taste for that coffee bean. I bet that's what gets you out in the morning. The smell coming in for those coffee beans. The wife's already got the coffee going. Absolutely. She's up bright and early with the kids. She's got the coffee pot boiling. I'm just smelling that like Sylvester the cat in my room and I'm floating out to get my cup of joe. I love that visual. So that's seven. From seven, the day starts to march on, of course, followed by eight, 8 a.m., uh, it's going to be the next hour. And that's when a lot of other people. You start hearing horns honking. Yeah. Traffic. Everybody's shuffling, hustling. You know, people are on the bus. I was going to say eight, which follows seven, is really drive time hour. And I'm going to be guessing a lot of people out there are going to be listening to the critical pod at 8 a.m. Well, you know what I'm doing at 8 a.m.? I hit that snooze button and I am going back to bed. Well, you've got to catch up on your beauty sleep. you you got to repair. you got to recharge. But for plenty of people out there, you know, especially uh, all the commuters, all the factory workers, all the common folk, there's a lot of them are critters, yep. really grateful for all their support. Yep. Um, they're going to be out there thinking, hey, it's 8 a.m. Maybe I'm just going to grab myself a breakfast bap because getting a bap, a bap is, is a bread bap. It's a shape of bread that okay. um, is, a, is sort of one of the many. Legally? Uh, absolutely. It's sort of like a dish of bread. Okay. And it's a potential container for a breakfast meal. People get breakfast in all different shapes and forms, and this is something that is generally going to be inserted here somewhere between, we'll say like 7 and 11. You're going to be hitting that breakfast hour. But that's the 8 a.m. crowd. By 8 a.m., I want to say I am fresh. I am probably going to be hopping in the shower, brushing my teeth. So you're up and at I'm absolutely up and at them. And by 8 a.m., I'm already diving through my emails. Wow. I'm cutting through stuff. I'm trying to get it all done. I've been sending out a lot of those emails because I I have the night terror, so I cannot sleep at night. So right. I, I'm often up writing emails. Well, we've been talking about that, and of course, our nighttime hours as well, because I think that's where you'll really come into shyness. Yeah, that's more my episode. Right, right, right. So, you know, eight goes swiftly, and a lot of people, they'll get a podcast in, they'll get their breakfast in, and then that's going to lead us directly into 9 a.m. Now, nine is something that is also really popular for the breakfast crowd. 9 a.m. is going to be something where a lot of people, especially in L.A., We'll start to think about getting up. They might naturally get up, but it's still kind of early, I think, for a lot of creative people. You say 9 a.m. and I get this cool visual. I'm still in bed, of course, but just hearing the words 9 yeah. a.m. and I think of a, a Starbucks mm. on a busy corner, a yeah. bustling, hustling. Maybe it's New York City, Manhattan. I picture totally. people coming in and going, getting their lattes. Absolutely. Feeling that jazz music just in the background. getting ready to go. Oh, yeah, the jazz music going. Mm. I think that's really exciting because your day is all about what's ahead. The last day was bad and was miserable and you yeah. had a horrible time. You're depressed. The night terrors will not stop. You can't sleep, but you get this fresh lease on life. You reset the button every mm -hmm. day. And I love that. I love that visual. So you're just walking through life. Yeah. Starting fresh, starting over. That's exactly. And it's, it's a blank slate. At this time, nine, generally speaking, the sun's pretty much up in the air. At nine. At nine, absolutely. Nine can look like daytime. It's properly lit up, but it still feels early. It still feels fresh. There might be a cool breeze as you're walking down the street. It's that early sun. It's not too hot yet, you know? So nine's a real favorite of mine. I'm curious when our critters are actually getting up. This will be something that we're going to throw out to the audience. 
When is it that you guys are actually getting up in the morning? I'm really curious about that because I'm guessing there's going to be a distribution, but it's going to be somewhere in the early part of the day. Let us know. We'd love to hear on Twitter at The Critical Pod and at Instagram at The Critical Pod. Absolutely. If you're watching this on the Instagram page, why don't you drop a comment? Let us know when it is that you are waking up. Really love to know that. When it is, and then also what you're doing. If it is 9 a.m., if it's 10, if it's 11, what's going to be your first thing that you do in the day? Maybe you're taking out the trash. You know, a lot of people, that's when their garbage collectors come. You want to bring your garbage out. Again, it's another symbolic sort of representation of this new day. We take out the trash from yesterday. It's kind of like what we do in sleep where you go through these dreams, Mm. working through all the weird stuff you experience throughout the day. Maybe your dreams are happy or like me, you're having these very frightening sort of night terrors. Yeah. Well, that's subconscious, right? But I'm going to say like definitely very few dreams happening at nine. Most people are going to be up, but are we getting close to what, what status or what state are you going to be in at nine, Nick? Uh, snooze button is, is just, I think I broke the tape down at, this point. <laughs> at yeah. this point. There's tape on it. Yeah. Uh, I am fast asleep. I'm, yeah. I find I get my best sleep, uh, in those morning hours when the daylight is up because a lot of my night terrors are stem from just the darkness and yeah. uh, being afraid of what's just out of reach, uh, mm. what's in the room in the closet, just that hand that's coming uh, uh, over top of me, coming at me, or the thing that's in the bed. There's this this kind of confusion and disorientation that I just don't find in those morning hours. So that's when I finally get my two or three hours uh, uh, a day or night to get that beauty sleep, get that rest. Mm -hmm. Well, nine is going to bring us straight up to 10. And I'm going to say 10 o'clock, people are in their office. The students are in school. Oh, yeah. Everybody's focused. They're saying, okay, what's my task of the day here? What's my first task? What am I getting into? In my case, I might do my meditation. I'll be doing my yoga. Depending on my schedule, I might be doing a Sudoku. The thing I love is the new thing. Wordle. uh, Wordle. I'm a big Wordle guy. I might be hitting the wordle at uh, a 10 because 10 a.m. is You have your cup of coffee with you when you do that? Oh, I'm on my second at this point. Yeah, absolutely. One thing about the 10 a.m. hour for me is it's really good hour for getting content out on social media. Really? Yes. Good engagement. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of the stats on Instagram is telling me, hey, got to get the content out at 10 a.m. post. Absolutely. It's a good window for for getting the content out. That is such a cool fact. Yeah. Really good to know. So our audience is at work. They're getting their tasks done, but they're also staring at Instagram. They're also looking at social media. And they're looking for that next content hit. That's that kind of tab browsing we do, right? Right. As modern humans, we're able to do two things at once. Or more. Absolutely. Yeah. We are multitaskers. Technology enables us to do many things at once. And to be able to really be so functional, because ultimately we've got to compete against the AI. So we've got to be able to do a lot of stuff at once. Yeah, that is fast approaching. As you're going to hear on another critical network show, the tech sector, we interviewed an AI. Uh, th- there's a real worry, I think, of AI taking over. Well, as, l- as long as we're able to multi-tab, you know, multitask, be able to check our Instagram while we're doing other stuff, we're able to do a lot of things at once, I think we'll be totally fine. I mean, I'm not worried about it because um, I think as long as I'm able to uh, get the content out to the folks, you know, and then people are listening to content, I mean, what's there to worry about? As long as well, I, I look at the AI thing as basically a new audience. Think about all the AIs that are going to be out there enjoying this content, right. enjoying what we're doing. Learning. Absolutely. I, I think mean, what, what needs to learn more than a machine? Exactly. They're going to be out there trying to analyze this verbose proportions of the internet 
just to learn about human beings, but all they have to do is ultimately listen to critical. You want that artificial intelligence to become awesome intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what that shift is all about. Absolutely. That's also something we get deep into on the tech sector podcast. Really excited about that. But that's 10. And, you know, 10 leads us. Oh, yeah. I just want to I have a quick there. thing about yeah. 10. It's a cool thing. You, you say 10. And again, I'm getting another visual uh -huh. of a, like a Quaya Quanazzi documentary with. Yes. Everyone on their, yeah. everyone in their office, on their computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, buzzing streets, bag, yeah. walking to work. I know that. Briefcase. Yeah. Uh, coffee. Everyone's got their coffee. Cup I'm a coffee. And, it's yeah. buzzing. The earth. Yeah. Everyone on earth is 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 on the go. They're either yeah. at work or they're they're maybe late to work. But everyone, the day is begun. Yeah, the ants are marching. You know, they're they're that's the right. commute's done, but they're chipping away on the grindstone, getting the work done. The light is green and we're off to the races at 10 a.m. Yeah, I'm picturing in this uh, documentary sort of a fast motion where it's a busy street, in, yeah. again, in Manhattan. Yeah. I'm always thinking uh, Manhattan, it feels like the ultimate, New York is like yeah, kind absolutely. of the ultimate city, right? So you think of an intersection, busy intersection, yeah. maybe Madison Avenue or Fifth mm -hmm. Avenue, Boulevard, perhaps Broadway Boulevard. Yeah. And you just see that busy street. The light turns green and everyone's going, they've got to go. They're late to work. They've That's got right. to get up to work. And 10 a.m. is when if you're not joining us, you're out. You're on, That's the, right. you're on the curb. That's right. Which leads us to, to 11 a.m., which is you're showing up to work at 11 a.m. It's like you can work somewhere else. That's the, that, you know, which is what happened absolutely. to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, more than once. More than once. And I've now I've found that I'm between jobs, but uh, and because of just sort of a, a, a irregular. Well, your sleep, sleep patterns are not usual and that's, you know, that's okay. Everybody's different with all that stuff. But 11 a.m. is, I would say, the continuation of 10. And as much as people are at the job, they've probably checked their Instagram. They've done a bit of scrolling. They've done a bit of texting. Doom scrolling, I think. A bit of doom scrolling. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. But people are. At this time, they're like, oh, you know what? I should probably do some actual work now. Like, because okay. lunch is just around the corner. So right. let me, let me might as well just get a few little things checked off the list. And then they're really jumping into work at that point. 11 is, of course, a good time for your second or third cup of joe, depending on if you are a coffee drinker. But it's a good time to hydrate. You might have a bathroom break around then. Uh, a smoke break. Absolutely. Huh? A little smoke break. You go outside, have a little cigarette. And I have a good feeling about 11 because the day is about to be halfway. It's the, it's, well, it's the chapter one. It's where there's already a bit of the day is written. There's still this whole world of possibility ahead of you where who knows where it'll go. Hey, it's 11 o'clock. You never know. Someone might text you back, whether it's that special boy or special girl. That's right. And you still have many hours to not text them back, right? That's right. And it'll be okay if you don't text them back immediately because, hey, maybe you're busy. And you want to leave that gap so that they're hungry for wondering what That's you're doing. And just a little update on my end, field report uh, from the uh, bedroom of Nick. I yeah. am awake at 11 a.m. You are up. I am awake. 11. Now, I'm not up. I didn't say I was up. I'm staying in bed, mm -hmm. but I'm laying in bed. So I'm grabbing my phone. I'm doing a lot of that stuff you were talking yeah. about. Checking the socials, uh, checking the numbers, maybe play a little Wordle, maybe a little Quirtle, a uh, little Hurdle. And uh, playing a lot of the different kind of new games based off of this one game that are real fun. But yeah. I am stuck in bed. I'm you're not, stuck. You're, you're, you're glued I'm to that. I'm tired. Yeah, I mean, it's nice and warm and cozy in there. You don't have central heating at your place. So I just have the blankets. Yeah, I use body heat. Yeah, so when you're there, are you waking up to the alarm? Are you waking up to the patterns of the sunlight? What's, at what's, this what's point, getting I, you up? Well, when you hit or, up, 
the one I have, the clock I have, you uh, hit the snooze button enough times and it just sort of stops. It just stops going. But you don't even have an alarm. Like, you're not even, are you saying? Mentally. You're that, yeah, you mentally have that. So at this point also, you're you're lying there in bed. You're hearing people, you know, you're hearing hard car. Oh, my neighbors uh, uh, yeah, down the hall. Absolutely. Chit chat. You know, people are like lifting. Hustle and bustle. Is absolutely. What I like the hustle call. and bustle. That's going on, but you're cozy, toasty in bed there. Cozy the and toasty. And as much as I want to get out, I smell the mental coffee beans. Uh-huh. Uh, currently single, not no wife or children. Mm. Uh, looking yeah. for both, mm. if anyone out there is interested. Uh, I've seen them. So, but, but I mentally smell the coffee. So that's slowly pulling me out of bed, but I'm still... I'm still staying put and I, I've got my phone so I can kind of interact with the world without having to leave the bed. So now, I'm staying in bed. Are you writing? Are you, are you in a passive mode of just absorbing the info? Or are you writing stuff? Are you writing tweets, writing posts? Are you, are you writing texts? Or are you just on the reading? I'm on the reading side. Yeah. Now I find you, you know, you go through this night, mm. uh, you, you reset, you hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. I've got an empty brain. I, I poured my brain out last night. Right. So I'm looking to fill it with fun facts and content. And yeah. New picks. What's everyone else doing? What's, how's yeah. everyone's day going? Right. I'd, I'd love to just sort of jump into that. And of course you're catching that wave of 10 AM content that people have posted because everybody knows that early is the time to get your content out. So you're, you're getting that early. Again, most people are going to be reading their Instagram at lunchtime. So you're getting it before the wave. I click like before they do. That's what I always like to say. So you're starting your day then. 11 a.m. Well, I wouldn't say starting it. The engines are revving, but I'm still idling in the drive. Still, right. 11 leads us directly, of course, into noon, which people call the middle of the day. But of course, in the way that we're calling this divide, it's actually still, I would say, early in the day. But noon is, is going to be 12. And I always find this hour confusing because are we saying it's 12 noon are we saying it's midnight or is it zero zero i've always got confused about that i think of it as lunch oh yeah but uh, even though i'm still in bed i had this funny thought just now yeah we say afternoon i don't want to jump ahead too much into the episode but we we have noon and then obviously 12 is 12 noon we have afternoon why don't we call it before noon hey meet me before noon Meet me in the afternoon. That meet is me in the mind blowing. Afternoon. I never even realized that. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I wonder, can we start saying that? Yeah. Maybe we before should try noon. to get that going in the critical. We can just start saying, Hey, uh, how's your before noon going? Mm -hmm. How's your before noon? Yeah. We'll figure out. I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at 11 in the before noon. Yeah. 11 before noon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Maybe I'll use this time too, to jump in with some more facts about time and about hours. I would love that. Um, in, in Babylonian astronomy, there was medieval astronomers such as Al Biruni and Sacro Bosco that divided the hour into 60 minutes, each of 60 seconds. So this derives, picked, like I said, from Babylonian astronomy where the corresponding turns denoted the time required for the sun's apparent motion through the ecliptic to describe one minute or second of arc respectively. Mm. That's kind of a cool little nugget of information. Amazing. Um, so what does high noon mean? What's that? I think that's when fights usually happen. Right? It's like an old west, you'll have a... Yeah, I think cowboys usually meet in, in high noon and do a gun slinging. So typically what we think of when we think of noon, why we call it noon mm. is through the new, new day mm. is at the center, mm. the middle of new, noon is a Latin word for middle. So we think of noon as the uh the middle of the day so we are right smack dab in the middle of the day so you have high noon you have the sun 
right in the middle of the uh, equator in the view of the sky. So mm. you see it right up and down, right center. So that's how you know. Oh, if you, good if you don't have a watch, you can kind of tell, or a sundial, you can kind of tell, oh, it must be noon. The sun is directly up, directly above me. So that's high noon. That's where high noon comes from. That's a really good uh, actual tip. Wherever you are in the world, you look up, the sun's over your head, directly over your head, it's noon. Yeah. I love that because that's, I get to throw away my phone for half the time because actually I use, mostly use my phone for the time. Really, you don't need a watch, that's for sure. This is midday. Right. This is also what they call midday. Right. Again, but even though it's actually kind of early part in the day, right? I'm, I'm not noon, out of I'm, bed, yeah. Right. You're still not out of bed. But when it's noon, I'm thinking, oh, there's still so much to do. When it's noon for me, I'm well into my work at that point. Wow. Yeah, I'm digging through stuff. I'm, You're researching? I'm going to be researching. I'm going to be writing, reading. I'll be probably taking some meetings. And you know what I'm really doing at noon is I'm thinking about what I'm going to be eating for lunch because... You must be hungry by that point. Oh, my God. Is your belly bubbling? I'm not quite in the mood for food, but I just like to think about food and snacks and what I might be digging into a bit later. Maybe I'll have a lunch meeting. I'll be out in Hollywood trying to get a meeting with someone, some big producer. And I'll be thinking about that. And I'll be thinking about what I might be ordering. I'll be thinking about if I have enough for a coffee or maybe just a glass of water. Maybe it'll be sparkling water or a tap. All of those things are going on in my mind, just like wheels turning slowly as I'm thinking about what's going to happen in the next hour, which is, of course, and this will trip people up. It's not 13. It's actually, it's going to be um, uh, one o'clock. Well, David, I have some exciting news for you. In some countries, it is 13. Wait, what? Yes. In military, uh, in hospitals, uh -huh. in the military, and in countries outside of the United States, 13 is the time, actually. So if you go to, say, Spain or Paris, you'll see on their clocks, on their clocks, on their walls, it will say 13, 14, 15. I don't want to get it again. I don't want to get too far ahead, but it actually does go in sequential it doesn't order. It go back to one. It doesn't go back to one, which to me makes so much sense. Well, actually, just, just before we completely wrap up noon, I really am curious about this and maybe some of our listeners could chime in, but is noon, which is 12, right? Is 12, 12 colon zero, zero, right? Is the time. What? Is that exactly the same as zero, zero? Cause, cause there it goes, well, to zero one. is there's two zeros in noon, right? There's, yeah. So that's, I think, where those zeros, that's the origin of that. But like, does it go from 1200 to um, 0001? I think it reverses that. So it's up, you flip it upside down. I see. Well, that'll remain a bit of a mystery for me. But the thing that we get into then, that's when it splits up. And then we're going to have both, if I'm not mistaken, 13 and one o'clock happening at the same time, depending on where you are. Depending on where you're listening, uh, dear listener, you might be in a place where the time is 1300 hmm. hours. If you wow. are, let us know, hit us up on Instagram at the critical pod, hit a comment on this. Yeah. What this time episode. is it? Let us know what time it is. What hour what is it? What time of the, of the show? Are you listening to the show? That's yeah. interesting. I'm really curious what time everybody's listening to it at, because you just never know. I mean, that's the beauty of podcasting is that you put it out there, you make it, you put all this work into it, but you, the thing you cannot control with it, even though all of the construction that's going into this, the thing you cannot control is the hour at which people are actually listening to it. Yeah. And me personally, I listen to a lot of my podcasts in the witching hour, which mm. we'll get into again in the next episode. But I do all my listening 
deep into the night in the 2 to mm. 5 a.m. sort of hours. Right, right, right. Well, 1 o'clock, I'm going to just say 1 for shorthand, even though it's really 1 and 13. But at 1 o'clock, I'm actually thinking I might have to leave the office. I might have to leave the studio uh, wherever I am and get in my car and go to that lunch meeting. I might have to go on a little errand at 1 just to break up the day, go and do something. So 1 a.m., uh, or 1 p.m. Rather. Not your lunch break. Uh, yeah, I'm on my way to lunch. That's the point, okay. is that I'm thinking, and I'm not really looking forward to it, but usually the actual lunch is happening at 1.30, 1.45, something like that. Now, what's your status when it comes to 1 o'clock? Uh, I am still in bed, but I'm basically, I think, tummy is growling, yeah. and I've got a bit of a caffeine headache, I guess. I am making the necessary steps. I'm making those crucial steps to get out of bed by 1 PM. Wow, that's amazing. And so you're still on your phone, perhaps. Are you thinking, still on my phone. Are you looking at pictures of food? Are you thinking about ordering Think, something maybe? or what? Uh, uh, Absolutely. I'm looking at a couple of delivery-based apps that deliver food right to my door. And you can leave a little note saying, just leave it outside uh-huh. uh, so you don't have to interact with anybody. And yeah, I can hop quickly out of bed, get the food, get back into bed. Yeah. And it's that easy. Fascinating. You know, that reminds me, Nick, is that I really want to see if I can find my gift code for my Uber Eats, because if people are out there, they haven't used Uber Eats, they're able to such use a, this sign-up code. That's and, such a cool company. Yeah, I love Uber. The sharing economy is so cool because it's something that we do, I think, critical as a part of the sharing economy. We are sharing all this knowledge with you, the listener, and we do it essentially for free. It's up to you whether you want to make that donation, yeah. make that decision to hit the Venmo mm. uh, at David O'Reilly, at Nick Thorburn, or go to anchor.fm slash the critical pod and make that critical, no pun intended, donation, a monthly donation. You can start at 99 cents. You can go all the way up to, I think, $100 a month. Well, some of our most dedicated fans will be out there and will need to have that tier. I just want to shout out anybody there want to join my Uber Eats. The code is eats, E-A-T-S dash C-N-K. D6. That's eats-cnkd6. So here we go. Uh, hungry, get $20 off your first Uber Eats order of $25 or more. Terms apply. Use my code at checkout. And then you can use my code. And so write it down. Everybody get a pen and rewind this if you need to. But it's eats, lowercase eats-cnkd6. Nick, do you want to get your code too? Yeah, let me just get my code going here. Um... I'm more of a Grubhub guy. Oh, yeah. But let's just see. Uber. A second. Got my phone handy. I, I, I can tell you where to find it. It's, um, you got to go. I got to read. You got to go uh, account and then scroll all the way to the bottom. Okay. And then it goes um, and click on that thing. It's a sushi icon. says get $10 off your order. So, and we get a kickback. They get $20 and we get $10 Incredible. off. Incredible. We need to. So if, so, and it's unlimited. Many yeah. people as possible. Yeah. Oh, I should have done this a lot sooner. Yeah. It's basically free food for every, it's feeding the world. I, again, I don't want to toot our horn too much, but that just is par for the course. We are giving, we are sharing. This is a sharing economy. Again, Critical is a sharing podcast. We are sharing breads of our good fortune as you mm. I cannot seem to get this app my phone it's an old phone I cannot seem to get this we're going to come back to that with the code the offer code 
Uh, we're going to have plenty of offer codes. We're going to link to that in the show notes too. You're going to see that there. Uh, we're going to have a lot of links in the show notes because this is a real dense episode. Before we go any further, I'd like to just talk about the hour, the concept of the hour and how integrated it is into society. Yeah. You think of kilometers per hour, miles per hour, how oh fast your car goes. I didn't even realize. Man hour. You yeah. Know, you think of man hours. What about woman hours? Well, we haven't gotten there quite yet in society, but I think it's implied that women also work long man hours. You know, Beyonce said there's 24 hours in the day. Mm. Beyonce, me. It's how things. you use them. And it's also assuming that it's not on a daylight savings time. Oh, you just day. threw a curveball. Uh, do we have a sound effect for a curveball? We got to just make sure to put it in there. But it is a bit of a curveball because, you know, daylight savings rolls around. Suddenly, you don't even have 24 hours in a day. You might have 25. And we haven't even gotten into flying. Let's say you're flying to Australia. Oh, my God. You're going to lose 24 hours. That's just the most mind-blowing thing. I sometimes think about this. A man raised in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Grows up his whole life. Mm -hmm. He's 25. He decides, you know, I'm going to move to Melbourne mm -hmm. and become a farmer. Uh -huh. So he gets on, or a uh, uh, barista. Yeah. He gets on that airplane, loses a day. Gone. Gone. He loses an entire, his Tuesday to Thursday. He lost an entire day and that time change. We haven't even talked about time changes. Yeah. He, if he never returns to Boise, Idaho to see mm. his parents or his mm. sister or brother uh, or uh, children, he will never get that day back. It's gone. It's 24 deleted. hours. You know, the really crazy thing is potentially... You get on a flight. I mean, the thing is, all planes need to land, right? But we're looking at a future. We get these energy-efficient planes, solar-powered, wind-powered. Oh, you can just get parachute. Uh, uh, you go straight balloons. up. In, exactly. You go straight up in the balloon. But the balloon is going back around the Earth. It just keeps going. You basically go, you stay at the same Not time. You never get old. And the right. rest of the world is moving forward. But you essentially are frozen in time. So you come back to Earth still age that you are. Everyone else is much older. They've already fought all the wars. They've gotten through and they've figured out all the cool new tech. Wow. And you can just show up a hundred years into the that future, get the new iPhone, get the cool new gadgets and all the cool new podcasts, all the new TV shows that are out There's there. There's so much content probably. I mean, at that point, yeah, you're swimming in it. So Why are people talking about this? I think it's just because we haven't got there yet. The technology, I mean, you know, we should do a whole episode on this, but one oh, time. we're definitely going to do an episode. I mean, when this we think about the possibility dive. of changing your time zone via infinite flight power, right. you're talking about the ability to stay alive forever. I imagine religious people get really scared when they hear about this kind of stuff. Right. Because it does feel like you're playing with fire a little bit. It, oh, you, you are. You're saying, well, I'm actually a bird and I'm not down here on, on planet Earth where I should be because God gave us legs and didn't give us wings. And yet... In a way, mm. in some small way, mm. he did. Right. Well, let's get back to the clock. We're thinking about two o'clock? Two o'clock. Two o'clock, a.k.a. 1,400 hours. Now, two is interesting. Two, you're actually probably mid-lunch at this point. A lot of people are out there mid-lunch, depending on... I've had my lunch at this point. You have? Yeah. Okay, so so now that that would be a lunch slash breakfast type situation, right? It's a combo. It's a brunch and brunch um, in bed. So your your day has started. I wouldn't say it's quite got going yet, but gotcha. it's about to. Well, at two o'clock for me, I'm digging into my lunch. I'm thinking, how much does this cost? I wonder, is it a split situation or will the person I'm talking to, will they be covering the bill? Maybe I could just get tipped. Maybe I go to the bathroom while they pay. All these things are running you know, through my head. Wow. That's if I am at lunch. I may not be. 
I may just be fasting that day. I may be reading some online forums. I may be taking a walk. You never know. Yeah. But two o'clock, it really depends on the day. But I'm going to say at two, I'm at a position where I'm thinking, I should probably text that person back. And, and I'll probably at least spend a little bit of phone time at two thinking about that and, and, and whether I should or shouldn't. Just to fill in that silence, because I probably haven't texted back since the night before. Really? Yeah. So I'm going to be probably thinking about, oh, maybe I should. That's uh, a little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, that was me. The thing is, I just not checking my phone sometimes. Sure. But anyway, I might do some phone time at two. And besides that, thinking about really what could possibly be happening in the evening time. You know, the sun is definitely way up in the sky, but I'm thinking, hey, that thing is going to fall. And when it does, what am I going to get up to? And I'll be texting with friends. You and I will be probably sure. passing some ideas back and forth. That's for the show. We're reaching out to talent. We're reaching out to potential guests. You can do so much of that from the bed. Basically, when you have a phone, it's the equivalent of having a whole army uh, a thousand years That's ago. That's right. Yeah. We'll talk about this metaverse. And I feel like that is a version of the metaverse, being in bed, but being able to be everywhere. In the world. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a bediverse. That's right. That's a funny, we should use that. The nice thing about the bediverse is that you're close to the charger, which is a nice thing. Because when you're out and about and you're on your phone, you're always chasing that battery. It's always going to be on oh, its way down. Oh God, I can't imagine the yeah. stress of leaving the house and not having a fully charged charge. battery. Absolutely. Or just leaving the house in general. Well, two o'clock is you've got the lunch hour, uh, traffic's going to be up, the noise level's high. But ultimately, people are going to be on their way back to the office, back to the factory, back to the plant. You punch in and you punch out. You punch in, you punch out. But Never a hard hat. I definitely do. I dress for the job that I need. And the job that you want, as they say. Absolutely. And so what's happening to me at two is all of those things. And then I'm thinking, what's going to happen later? And before I know it, three o'clock rolls around. And three is really where I only have three hours left of work. Then I'm free. Then I'm off the hook. Hmm. Three is really when... Uh, You're counting the hours down. I am. And, and I would say three is really what, what is, for me, represents midday, what represents the middle of the day. Uh -huh. I would say that's three o'clock. But wow. a lot of people say it's noon. A lot of the scientists out there will say it's noon. But really, really I, I would say so. But That sounds a little controversial. Well, I, I, I just got to go, you know, shoot from the gut here and be honest with everybody out there. I think three is going to be the middle of the day. Well, and 3 p.m. is when I am actually out of bed. I'm fully awake. I've uh -huh. been awake since 11, but I'm out of the, under the covers. Uh -huh. I've had my breakfast slash lunch. I've checked all of my socials. I've done all my emails and I'm ready to get going. I've had my coffee too. That coffee? You're fully dressed? That was delivered. Are you in I'm uh, not morning clothes? Uh, no, I'm not dressed. I'm in kind of loungewear so boxers Got a robe or no just boxers just boxers and uh in my space you yeah know, i am a bit of a homebody i guess yeah. you could say mm -hmm. but now i'm fully going the day has begun i've got uh things to do three is when i'm really engaged with the world that's, that's what the day is right the day really gets going gets for going me. Yeah. when i'm my feet are planted on the ground i'm touching earth mm. i'm connected uh, to all those other people buzzing around, all those busy ants and bees that mm -hmm. are buzzing around. Well, three is definitely going to be an active hour. Going to say that that's when a lot of activity is going on, and everyone's going to be up and at them at that point. You're looking at every creature, every plant, every oh, yeah. tree. Everything's still in like, bed at 3 p.m. You have problems. You either you had a crazy night before, or you really are living at large, or you're some kind of or billionaire. Or you have some slight depression. but Or you're not able to get out of bed. Three... Ticks over, of course, to four. 
Four o'clock, I got to say, I am wrecked at four. I'm like, oh, this day has been just oh, so exhausting. I can't wait to kick back. But, oh, no, I have another two hours at the plant here that I got to clock in and, and do my thing and make sure to be seen to be doing work and, and stay busy. But really, I'd rather be somewhere else. And my brain is starting to check out at four. Where would you want to hit the pub with your pals, right? Absolutely. When it comes to four, I need to wet my whistle. I need to knock a few cold ones back with my buddies. You know what I love? There's nothing more than a cold one on a hot day. And we live in Los Angeles where a lot of the days are hot. So every day is good to knock back a cold one. And I'm there, but I'm locked in. I'm chained. I'm chained to, to my routine and I've, I, I can't clock out yet. So I'm stuck to the grindstone for as long as the man upstairs says I have to be, you know, my contract. What's so crazy that happy hour, yeah. you talk about hour, the, right. the happiest hour is happy hour. Right. Uh, so which, they say. which typically falls, I think it falls around that 3 p.m., yeah. 4 p.m. point. And that's where I'm headed. You know, I, I love happy hour. So that's, you're that's, almost at what you're, you're awake for happy hour. You want to get, straight. that's what, get, I, if a little, another peek behind the curtain, that's what's getting me out of bed right. is happy hour. It is happy hour. So I'm hitting just on my street. I live in the urban center. Yep. So I've got a bar right on the corner so I can just head right downstairs. I barely have to go outside. I can put on pants. I can hit happy hour and get a little bit of the human interaction that I've been craving all morning. Mm. Great. So you're finally getting into the swing of it. I am too. But what I'm doing at this point is I'm staring at the clock. And you know, before I even know it, it's five o'clock. And at this hour, honestly, Nick, I got to admit, I'm hitting pull to refresh constantly. I'm looking for the really? notifications. Yeah. I'm like trying to squeeze whatever value I can out of our socials, out of my email inbox, whatever I can get, any kind of attention or input or notifications of any kind. I'm all for it because I can't stand work at that point. I'm just like, let me out of this cage. Because You're in the doldrums of I am, I am. I'm the day. I am. I can't wait to get in my car uh, and head back. But I'm telling you, minute after minute and everybody. What are you listening to in the car ride? Well, you know, I'm checking out Critical. I'm checking out our episodes, giving it the car test. I like listening to smooth jazz personally. I like putting on the old, uh, the classics, the classic tunes. That, of course. Uh, Chet Baker, I, Cole Porter. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know the names of the, but I put on the compilations, you know, they have all the good stuff on. And, um, you know, it depends on the time of year, but I'll be listening to those Christmas hits a lot. The Christmas episode of Critical, I would argue that that's a Christmas hit. Lots of our listeners out there will remember that fondly, but... You know, I, I like to just put on those compilations, those feel-good, easygoing jazz, smooth jazz compilations are, are really what I need to just soothe that powerful self-destructive urge that comes out of that sort of state of mind when you're just so bored that you need to keep hitting pull to refresh. How do people criticize elevator music? Oh, like it's some bad sort of style of music. But actually, what do you need when you're in an elevator? You need to get from the ground floor, typically, mm to the floor that you need to get to, the office or the doctor's mm -hmm. appointment. And what do you need to get you there? Is something light, something that carries you, something that distracts well, some, you? Something that's uplifting, right? It's something you don't have to think too much mm -hmm. about. We think so much throughout the day. Give me that moment to just think less. And I think that kind of smooth jazz floats my boat too. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people who are listening to this loud, crazy, new modern stuff. And I'm it's just loud. I, it's too loud. I, I like music just to make me feel good, to make me feel elevated, to make me feel like... Like you're in an elevator. Exactly. If I could be in that safe environment, that pristine... It's like a womb. It is like a kind of womb. 
and uh, pulled by indeed a, a cord, a metal umbilical cord. It's such a fascinating. We'll do an episode on elevators. We have to. If anybody's I out there, understand. if there's any verified listeners out there who'd like to jump in and talk about elevators, we would love to have you on the pod. Anybody who's got a check mark. Anyone who's ever worked in the elevator industry, building or developing elevators, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, especially if you have a big following online, that'd be great. So we can use, you know, we can leverage both our audiences really to get the episode out. So that leads us to five, which even though it takes such a long time to get to six, six is just right there. And the funny thing about six o'clock is it happens the moment I'm not even checking it. I'll be checking that clock, it's going slow motion, and then I look away and I just think about something or I'm distracted and I just listen to a couple episodes or whatever. And six o'clock has rolled around and I'm thinking, thank God I'm free and I'm out the door. I'm hot footing it out of the plant. I'm getting in my car. I'm firing up the speakers. I'm going to play my favorite music or podcast uh, or podcast. And I'm going to be heading out and meeting up with pals, maybe a one on one or maybe a group of people, maybe a couple of boys from work. And we're going out and we're just going to kick back. And I'm so excited to be out, to be free and to have this wonderful evening planned. And at this time also, the most noticeable thing, I'm sure everybody has had this experience, is that you're looking outside, you're saying, hold on a minute. The sky used to be blue. It's starting to turn a bit orange out here. Yeah, you know, that's a sunset. Yeah, it's on the way. And, yeah. uh, and you know, I love that because I don't even need to look at the clock in a way because, oh, the sun is going down. The day is almost done and the night's about to heat up. And, and that's really exciting. I love it when it heats up. And now six o'clock usually is the last hour of happy hour. So uh-huh. you, you've got 4 p.m. to 7. That is your typical, that's your standard that's your window. happy hour. So you've got one more hour. I've had a couple. I'm pretty, I've knocked back a few myself. You're, you're pretty uh, buzzed. Yes, I'm inebriated. All my cares and worries from the day are washed away. And so I am feeling good. Uh, I might even be texting you a little bit. Hey, come by the bar. Come see me. We have some ideas to work yeah, through. totally. Uh, and that's 6 p.m. We've got another hour of happy hour. Really good deals at the bar. Mm. Uh, Really, actually, some of the best in town, actually. Mm -hmm. And are you getting that top shelf stuff? Rail, they call it. Yeah. I don't know if that's top shelf. They call it rail. Rail. Uh Uh-huh. But you got to get it all in before that happy hour ends, right? Because then it's like a whole other domain. Then it's talking about big Big, bucks. Big price jump. So so the price points shift quite a bit after that 7 p.m. I don't want to jump ahead too far to 7. But yeah, so at that last junction, last ring around the rosy or train around the station, I order three or four on that happy hour menu just to have the ice will melt but Mm. you just have it ready to go and if you came by it might not be fresh out of the bar it might have that ice cube melted but i don't mind you know there's nothing i like more than having a nice whiskey before dinner a pair of teeth a nice before we get started with the meal to be able to just numb that feeling to shake off all that tension from the busy day that's what it's all about for me i've had a long hard day and i just want to forget and just get myself into the night hour not to get ahead of ourselves but yeah, because for you, I think it really, at this point, as we move into the evening and then, of course, onto the nighttime, you're getting fired up, right? You're charged up and your energy always amazes me. But we'll get into that in a little bit because we're on our way. Six leads us to seven. I think seven is going to be the transition. Let's just remember, we started at seven, didn't we? We did. So why? That's a 12 hour. That's a 12 you know, hour. There's 24 hours. 24 yeah. hours and 12 is going to be half. Yeah, I think we should Seven, probably eight, wrap this up and then 12 and then save the next episode. Say, say from 7 p.m. Uh, all the way, 8, 9, 10, all the way to the morning, we're going to do a whole other episode. And I think it's going to be really exciting. We're going to hear about the nighttime hours. We should cut this here. 
and then do another episode because I think there's enough of a cliffhanger, enough of a teaser for people to be curious about what's going to happen. Spoiler alert, things get really fun on my end. This is when I come to life. Great. I'm thrilled. And I think everybody out there is thrilled. So let's nip this one in the bud. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. What an amazing episode this has been. I've learned so much about these hours because it's not just the science stuff. It's also the human being aspect. That's right. There's the clock on the wall right. and then there's the time spent. And I love spending time with you. You, Nick, I this, would rather, not rather do anything else. I think this hour that I've spent in this day has really turned things around for me. Oh, and I'm sure it's done it for many of the folks out there. So thanks to everybody out there once again. This has been another classic episode of Critical Season 2, Hours Part 1. Can't wait to get back into more hours right here from the Critical Castle right here with you, Nick Thorburn. That's right, David O'Reilly. Another incredible episode in the bank. One more in the books. That's it for this episode. We're going to say see you next time. Watch out. Look behind you. was so much fun to do nick and it really was tough because we had 12 whole hours to get into i think it would take 12 hours to do just to really get into the weeds well i think it's representative of the whole concept of the pod which is to be able to condense compress and really concisify all of the information that we present to everybody and to make it accessible a 12-hour podcast is just untenable for most people yeah they got busy lives they're going here and there they got families they got jobs that's right we want to bring it to you and bring it to you in a form that makes sense for the modern lifestyle. Absolutely. It was a blast. I had a blast. Did any memorable moments from me? I had a blast. I mean, we, we really bushwhacked our way through these hours in the day. We, again, we've only captured the first half of the day. Uh-huh. So we're really getting into or the first half of the 24-hour day. Yeah. So you think of a day, it's funny, you think of a day and a night, it really it is just one day. The yeah. night is actually part of the day. Mm-hmm. That's just another weird little... Um, aberration to how the language works we can't quite catch up to the science of it all so we're playing catch up and a lot of what critical does is we play catch up for you we help you get to the end line get to the goalpost. that's what we're here for and that's well, the whole thing was a pleasure to me i couldn't think of one particular moment that really stood out for me i think there was just so many great moments so much laughing so much just fun storytelling, and then a lot of really good facts, a lot of good trivia, a lot of good insight into the way that this all works. Well, I feel like I got to really know you better as a person, Nick, by listening to you and talk about your hours versus my hours, right? Because I think we both treat our day slightly differently. I mean, there's obviously a lot of intersection, but it's a great way of getting to know each other uh, via this topic. And I'm really delighted that we could do it and be able to bring it to our fans. 
This is really the first two-parter that we've done. I mean, I we've, t we've talked about doing other two-parters and parts of this and that, and we, we may indeed do sequels to earlier episodes, but I'm really pumped about this particular one because it's a neat divide. We've got first half, second half, and it's a two-parter because you can't fit everything into one podcast. You have to be respectful of the fact that everyone's got only so much time to listen to a podcast. You have to be respectful of the fact that we do so much work here. We bring so much to the table. Yeah. You can't expect us to just find this way to condense an entire 24 hours into one hour. That's beyond the pale to me. We'd have to butcher it in the edit suite. We're not about to do that. No. We do not cut corners here at Google. No. I just want to say I'm really looking forward to part two. Mm -hmm. We've got the nighttime coming up. I'm rubbing my... I don't even hear that. I'm rubbing my rubbing my hands together because that's when things get cooking for me. Yeah. That's when I get going. So I'm really looking forward to the night. Well, I think people's appetites are whetted enough for that and I'm pretty excited myself to learn about that. So, another classic episode. Thanks everybody for tuning in and if you want to support the pod, you know where to go. You already know. We don't have to say it again. Anchor.fm slash the critical pod. Yeah, so thanks very much everybody. Thank you, Nick. What a pleasure. I love doing this episode. I could not be happier. There's nowhere else I want to be than right here next to David. When we started the pod, it was just two guys on a couch with two rinky-dinky microphones, mm. barely plugged in, yeah. barely knew what we were doing. And now look at us. We've got a network of shows. We've got a, an office that we work from. We've got a whole audience on social media, ravenous for more content. It's unbelievable. The engagement that we've gotten mm -hmm. and the influence that we wield. I do not take that for granted. No. I, I do not take one second of this hour for granted. No, that's right. I mean, it's banter. It's podcast gold. And we are delighted that you guys are out there listening, enjoying it, and making it part of your day, making our days part of your day, making our hours part of yours. So thanks, everybody, once again, from here at the Critical Castle, unfiltered as usual. I just want to say, too, there's 24 hours in a day, and the fact that you spent one of those precious hours with us, it means the world. It does mean the world, yeah. It was a moment. We enjoyed it together, and uh, I felt it. Yeah, so as you were saying... Unfiltered as usual, unbiased as always, this, this is Critical. Thank you for listening to Critical. If you'd like to stay close to the action, follow us on Instagram at The Critical Pod. And drop a like and comment on everything you see. While you're at it, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every like, comment, and review helps us fight the algorithm and big tech. So we can keep bringing you the quality content you deserve. Critical is a member of The Critical Podcast Network.